0: Everyone, so welcome back to Ash and Snow. How are you all feeling about your last venture into Nine Place? Seven Arches, nine Seven
1: Arches, (laughs) Seven Arches. (laughs) Number location. Uh, I mean, it's 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 of town. It's of all the towns. It's certainly one of them.
2: Yep, it's certainly one of them. I'm certainly hoping that no one ever looks that closely at me while we're in town. I'm taking the avoid notice uh, exploration action all the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know for
3: the right people for this job in hindsight. (laughs) Maybe we should have just sent Varen in to just take care of it for us.
0: They'll have to make do as we continue our journey into the Gatewalkers. Patient record 12-A9, name redacted, continued. Yes, just like that. Make yourself comfortable and tell me your story like you were talking to an old friend. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about the stuff after the door or why I went in the first place. I already talked about that. If I repeat it one more time, I think I'll scream. Need to tell you about these. Do you see them? I can stretch them further. Look, the skin now opens before them. See how they line my mouth? Welcome back to Ashen Snow.
3: Journal entry. Vin here. My head hurts so much. I don't know why Varen's making me write this down. The last few things I remember is that we arrived at Seven Arches with Riddleson and he introduced us to Finara and something about the oaken schmucks protecting nature. I ended up skipping that part and let Mia and Varen ask around town while Frey and I visited the Honeybrush Cabaret, where we learned that there was a barrier that turns people into squirrels, or maybe it's an alarm barrier, or maybe it's both. I don't really know, but I don't really understand why we're here and what I have to do with it, but Varen seems adamant about it, so I guess I'll I'll help him out. But we have to infiltrate this arch without setting off the alarm, without pissing off these oaken schmucks. Let's hope we can do it. Entry complete.
0: You all are sleeping in Seven Arches, having had an eventful night going around the town trying to find out how you're going to get close to the namesake Seven Arches. To see if they're actually real. As you all sleep, I need all of you to give me a secret will save. I don't like that. All right, Freya, you have a bit of a nightmare, though it doesn't start off like that. You are adventuring with well-known Pathfinders Valeros and Sione as you are escaping a cavern that is starting to crumble around you. Come on, Freya, we're almost out of here, Valero says. You got this, Freya, you're my best friend.
2: Um, Yeah, Uh, it's collapsing around me, so I am looking around. Um, I'm really good at climbing and moving acrobatically, trying to think what my, do I jump, grab something, pull myself up, or do, you know, uh, what is my best way
0: forward? The best way forward is there is a tunnel just straight ahead. The light to the outside is getting closer and closer. And I'm, I'm running. I'm running as fast as my legs can carry me. As you're running, you step on a stone and gas expels on you. You soon start to experience something that you do not currently have, but had heard the day before and really scared you. You have... The Obnubulate Curse, uh, your hands start to shrivel up as you see both Valeros and Sione leaving you behind as the cave starts to crumble all around you. Vin, you are having a really relaxing dream. Where does Vin find their bliss?
3: Vin really enjoys... ...being up high, particularly in the nearby mountain ranges next to Goka. Not quite in the Wall of Heaven, but kind of in that in the hills before you reach the full mountain range. And he sits there, he has a hammock, a large staff, and a whole lot of fruit. Just piles and piles of fruit. And he sits there, and he's sleeping, and it's the perfect weather. And his, he is dry, it's not that humid... That is his uh, idyllic moment. And it is,
0: for all intents and purposes, just fine for all of your dream. Except near your waking hour, there is a moment where your dream self opens up your eye and you see across this oasis that you have set up for yourself, there's a figure. A man or possibly woman. It's too far to tell from this distance, standing outside of the brush, about 40 feet away, wearing a mask that looks feathered, almost like a barn owl. They're just staring at you.
3: My I lucid dreaming? Do I have control over my body?
0: Yeah, you can try something. Hi! The figure steps behind a tree and is gone. My name's Vent. Oh, oh, Okay. See see you next next time. Varen, you are having the same dream that you have had many nights before. It's almost become an expectation for you at this point. You are running in snow. The mountains around you are obscured by an intense snowstorm, and you can only really see a few feet in front of you. The thing, though, that starts to happen is that some of the snow that is flurrying around you starts to turn black as little black specks start to cover the otherwise completely white blanket of snow before you. And somewhere behind you, you hear a roar. But when you look behind
1: you, you don't see anything. Just feeding to himself, even as he's running in the stream. Nothing there, keep going forward. We need to see where we're getting. Keep going forward. There's nothing there. Keep going forward. Remember more. Figure out where this is. And that's what you do. Mia, you have
0: a great dream. It's just fantastic. What do you what does Mia dream about
4: nowadays? Uh so Mia dreams about sleeping in a crescent moon, much much like a child. Dreaming about like the moon and stars just kind of like a star here, a star there she just decides that she wants to go flying so she just like leaps off and prances about on like jumping back and forth from like puffy cloud to puffy cloud
0: it's (laughs) really really nice which is why at some point in the night you have that small bit of wakefulness where Your eyes just happen to open up a little bit, um, though you're still incredibly tired and ready to go to sleep. And that's when you see it. It is difficult for you to see a lot of things, especially at night. And the fact that it is so clear in front of you means that it is only a couple inches away from your face. There is this large beady-eyed face looking at you, with a huge grin, with needle-like teeth. Its smile is like its skin is being pulled back behind its head, and it has this kind of purplish hue with it. It says, Y'all do! As its head starts to spin, making this sound like a creek in really crunchy snow really, really slowly. It then looks like it falls, but it falls straight up into the ceiling, into the shadows, and disappears as quickly as though it had just jumped into dark water.
4: Ah! (laughs) Let's
0: have the other three roll secret perception checks to see if this wakes you from your sleep. Freya and Varen, both of you are just too enwrapped in your own dreams slash nightmares. But then, as you had been calling out to the figure, you hear Mia scream, and it wakes you up.
3: Uh, uh, scurry out of bed, probably fall over, trying to get out of whatever bunk or or bedroll he may have.
4: Uh, er- er- everything okay? You just see like... A snout and some beady eyes looking back at you. No, everything is not okay.
3: Uh, but but like no one's in da- danger, right? No, we're
4: all in danger. I I'm pretty sure we're all in danger. I it, it had and then, like the blanket flies off ah! and Mia's like hook, hooking her two little front claws in her mouth and like pulling her face back as far as it'll go. And she's being like, it looked like this, and it had a really big mouth, and it was like, nom, nom, nom. and then it said, I'll do, and like, I scream. And it jumped in this, sh- it's in the shadows. I look up. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see anything here. No, I'm telling you, it's there, you gotta believe me. And she's like, like pushing you with her paws, just. Gotta believe me. Gotta believe me. Gotta believe me. It's there. It's there. It's okay, there. I, I you believe. Me, really
3: I believe. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I'll check it. Ah, ah, okay, you're scaring me too. Ah. I look to climb into the rafters of this of this room or whatever whatever I can.
0: It's a pretty flat ceiling, and you can tell that even if something was in this room, there is nowhere for it to hide, especially something the size that mia is talking about where it was crouching over her with arms sprawled to either side of the bed uh holding onto the floor so there's just no space for this thing
3: uh, vin vin does his due diligence probably because he's also terrified fully <laughs> believing mia in this case no doubt he in his mind that there's too. a monster in this room will grab his polearm and he'll start doing property damage by stabbing at the ceiling in various spots, not right. not like trying to break the 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 wood, but definitely trying to probably scratch it.
0: Yeah, and it is very comforting to me to see how seriously you're taking this, and perhaps it is finally those bits of jagged contacts with your between your pole arm and the wood of the roofing that get Freya and Varen to wake up as well seeing you kind of looking like the downstairs neighbor telling the upstairs person to shut up by hitting the, <laughs> the roof oh, shit.
2: I think Freya like sits up rather suddenly and immediately just looks down at her hands you're fine and just kind of like okay okay it's
3: just a dream just a dream just a dream
1: it's here! Baron just
3: Not there. And it's there! Not there.
1: Baron just kind of has that still laying on his back, eyes just open staring upwards. Well, it's less cold here now. Slow sit-up, just full from back to sitting upright.
4: <laughs> vampire style.
1: <laughs> full vampire style. Vin, what are you stabbing at? Nah, we're looking for a monster! It's one of those things. And he
3: grabs his cheeks and spreads them apart. I don't Looks like this, this look like it's in the room!
1: Can I try yeah, an esoteric like... lore check just purely based off the back of that description? That gives me nothing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, as, as that's happening, I will cast dancing lights on the ceiling to just illuminate the room. Okay. She
4: is recreating as best she can in her fox form, like what happened. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yes. So Varen, with your esoteric lore, like there there are several creatures that could maybe match this description, like obviously vampires, maybe boogeymen, but things that go into the shadows or have that exact kind of facial description, you're not sure.
1: All right, so you're saying Lodge, Baron just immediately, just from the nightstand, picks up a journal, starts writing things out Lodge teeth, open mouth, gaping face into darkness, uh, just, of like, nature. On your head, like, full, there's eyes. just. Full focus on writing. Alright, I've got a list about 14 different creatures this could be. Uh, does any of this narrow it down? It just fully holds it over his head for Mia to start reading.
4: Does any of them look like the creature that I saw? None of them. Nope. <clears throat> I haven't of run me. into
1: this one yet, then. At least that I remember. Could be one I forgot.
4: I had to wake up. Having such a good dream about stars and moons and clouds and jumping everywhere and he was so happy. Oh, she um, had a good dream woke up. Did you not have a good dream? She's, like, in your face, like...
2: you go to a place where it says
4: all elves here die,
2: and I'm an elf.
1: Well, you're not dead yet. But, you know, I'm a,
4: just a little stress.
1: Mia, do you mind getting off my head? I sort of feel like a death being piloted in the kitchen currently.
4: She, like, jumps down and, like, cinnamon
0: buns. With the illuminated lights from Dancing Lights, it is clear that you all are the only things in this room. As far as leftovers from this creature, there's nothing that you are seeing immediately. But it is also almost morning at this time. Outside the window, there is the telltale signs of dawn, as the sky starts to become like shades of purple and red, and it is the morning of the day where you need to find out what's going on with the Seven Arches wake up and take the
2: hour or so to flip through my journal slash spellbook, writing some notes about the previous day, and making sure I remember the spells I need. As Jormungandr sort of melts from the tattoo and slithers his way up my arm and sort of just sort of curls around my neck is like a bit of a snake scarf.
1: Baron's just going about his business, kind of doesn't really so much take care of the weapon at his side himself, just sort of sets it on his table, pulls the sleeve of his arm up, and just lets the bird come out, and start seemingly to peck at this weapon randomly, and just sort of steps back and watches. Still don't know how that thing knows how this thing works, and I don't. But, if you make sure it's working, as far as I can tell. um,
2: Seeing that, you know, I'll, I'll go over and take a look at it you know, watch this bird clean and load a gun, that's uh, has it always done this?
1: No, yeah, it knows more about that thing than I do at this time. I've been trying to pick up tricks and how it seems to function. I know how to fire it, as far as I can tell, but bird seems to know more about whatever this thing is than I do.
2: Interesting, interesting. Um, I was gonna ask you a question but then I realized you probably don't remember.
1: I can give you the best I can from the last six months, so or... Take a wild guess. I mean, I was just asking if uh, you had the,
2: the bird or the gun before all of this, but then I remembered you don't remember
1: that. I don't think I did. These aren't even remotely familiar. Memories are gone, but there's the senses of things. Snow seems familiar to me. Springtime seems distant, but neither of these hold any weight to what little memory I have. They're new i
2: can't say i've ever seen a bird load a gun before so it's fascinating to watch really
1: especially with one that doesn't seem to require black powder
2: that is even more fascinating and i wish i knew anything about the construction of firearms
1: best i can tell from at least what travel i've had the typical pistol or rifle that most of galarian seems to have are black powder based cartridges or some sort of loading mechanism with a firing pin I can't even seem to open this one up. There's, I don't know where the ammunition is loaded in. The bird has it, pecks the gun, it's gone. That's
2: fascinating. And as I, I, I'm also writing a couple of notes in my, my journal as well, uh, you know, and gesture to the snake around my neck. I'm just like, I also have a familiar and mostly he just suns himself. As you'll speak, I've met several that do. No, but I'm pretty sure that he would have a lot to
4: say if he did.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Lizard seemed the talkative type. Well, at least yeah, those makes, were scales.
4: Yeah, make some joke about being her own familiar. I think I met
1: a wizard once who tried to do that, and it ended up poorly for them, but I can't say for certain. There
2: was a... I, I studied at the arcanum in Absalom for a bit, and there was a summoner there who actually did that. Uh, they would like when they summoned, they and they and their them and their familiar would become one. It was very interesting to watch this gnome suddenly become a medium-sized dragon.
4: That's disconcerting.
2: Yeah, and uh, you quickly learn not to fuck with them.
1: If anything, it slightly does make me want to just to see if, how true that magic actually stuck.
2: They were they were pretty uh, nasty in combat class. I can tell you that
4: actually writes down all domes or dragons because mia doesn't know any better perfect <laughs> so
0: how do you all intend to actually read these arches
1: well i believe there was mention of me going to speak with the oak stewards mm-hmm. uh see if i can gain counsel with one of their officers or whoever happens to run their organization
2: yeah they had the problem with whatever the creatures outside so we were going to offer to take care of those creatures in exchange to be able to get a chance to look at these arches. I think that was the plan.
0: Okay, so you are going to the the Oak Stewards' headquarters
1: rather than the seven arches themselves? Yes, I believe it that's It Either way, worse comes to worse, if we go to the arches first to take a quick peek around there, we could speak with a guard likely stationed nearby and they could escort us. All right,
0: you all had to Vinehall, the so-called think, um, wicker house
3: i think vin is not interested in going to talk to anybody so he's just going to like scout the perimeter of these mm-hmm. arches just to kind of see if he can notice anything going in and out not necessarily through the the barrier but what what can he is there anyone else that's looking at this thing any any people of interest any squirrels jumping through do they actually turn to squirrels or, or 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 was he wrong about that that assessment you know that sort of thing but I, he he's going to stay stay behind
0: okay
2: uh, I'm I'm kind of curious I do kind of want to tag along with with Varen, but I have uh, my um, scarf pulled up uh, and my hair down so that like even if I have to take the scarf off you're more likely than not
0: gonna not gonna see my ears all right So Mia and Varen head to Vinehall, while Vin and Freya go to visit
4: uh, the actual Seven Arches.
2: I mean, the less I have to spend around the Oak
0: Stewards, the better. As a fox,
4: I just kind of get away with being cute. I can't do that.
0: So from where you are, you're both able to reach each of your destinations around the same time. Mia and Varen, you see the Vinehall looks exactly like it was described uh, old elven manor, but much of it now has been replaced with trees coming out of it, various vines it looks like it would almost be like derelict were the rest of the property not so well taken care of. There are more oak stewards here coming and going so you're able to go in and talk to them.
1: Probably just wouldn't like push his way in, would find someone outside as they're stepping through and address them and just try to get their attention briefly, explain what we're trying to do here, you know. Hey, we're looking into this archway, but we've understood that Oak Stewards have been having some issues with Fae of some sort around Seven Arches and wish to discuss if we could assist with such.
0: Most of the Oak Stewards just kind of laugh you off. <laughs> We've got things well in hand, citizen. Move along. Though you do see that there is one oak steward who is fairly off the beaten path from all the other ones, a female halfling who is walking around with a full horse, taking care of them and, and feeding them. And as you approach them, she says, yes.
1: Hello, miss. I'm, unfortunately, your compatriots here haven't been so welcoming. Myself and my friend here, Mia, are uh, relatively new to Seven Arches, but we understood there was an issue of sorts that the stewards were having with some local fay disturbances of sorts. Hmm.
0: Yes, there are quite a number of roguish fay coming around. My name is Lemma Feldthorn. What is it? you think that you can provide that uh, the oak stewards are not?
1: Well, if it's fae giving you issues, I know quite a bit about their sorts and depends on the nature of the beast that you're having individual contact with, the issues they're causing but I generally know my fair share of knowledge of creatures to manage in their expulsion from an area or extermination if need be. Fortunately for them, unfortunately for us, most of the fey that we deal with in in our material plane here end up just back on the first world, but they're no longer our problem.
4: Mia thinks for a second, and she's like, I think I am considered a fey. Or am I not?
0: Uh, She delights at seeing a a little talking fox. Hello, little one. Uh, This is my horse, Mulberry.
4: Mia gives Mulberry a little lick on the nose, like a
0: Nope. <laughs> well, <laughs> the Gorga attacks are going to be an ongoing problem. That's not to say that we wouldn't appreciate anyone who is able to assist with ridding them, but it is most likely going to be similar to trying to exterminate all rats from Absalom, if you get my meaning. I don't. An ongoing task. There's less a, a central point or a certain number to take care of as they're just becoming a more consistent problem and would take a, a lengthy campaign
1: to take care of. Sounds if like your yeah. issue is less with the Fae and more their source.
0: We have been quite busy. There are other problems that the Oak Stewards are dealing with, but I, I think that we will I think we'll be fine, perhaps. Yes, I think.
1: Well, if that's the case, I mean, well, hand, more hands never hurt, but if there's other issues we could happen to assist with, that'd certainly be within the same vein of what we're attempting. We're new in town, of course, and we know a bit about seven arches here and there, but...
0: What do you know about them? She looks a little wary as you say
1: that. About the archers themselves, or about the archstone stone in the center? Uh, Ayudara. I, it just sounded as though
0: you knew something extra besides they're just here. Uh, yes, they are uh, quite a magnificent sight.
1: Are you meaning the part where they opened up and individuals disappeared within them? Or how, after that event, the curse in the area seemed to completely disappear?
4: Mia just looks at you like, <gasps> I can't believe you just said that!
0: She looks a little uh, bashful. At this, there have never been any problems with the, the archways. I'm sorry. I think that he, we have talked too long.
4: Biren just hears a voice in his head. He's a fibber. She's not telling us something. I don't trust her. She smells weird. Never actually smelled her, but she smells weird.
1: If you'd rather discuss elsewhere or have future tenants, I can certainly inform you where we're staying. That's not a problem. We're simply looking into things for our own reasons we all have our own ties to being here a start of trying to recover something lost as it were uh, we mean no harm or to further any problems you've got here in seven arches in fact we'd rather solve them if you had any as it were i'm simply here to offer services in exchange for access to the arch stone to look at it as it were not going to be going any, out of our way to cast any magic upon it or Simply activate it again. I'm not even sure we know how.
0: The arches are free for anyone to to view. We just have been keeping them uh, behind a barrier uh, to preserve their natural beauty.
1: Uh, barrier that turns individuals into squirrels. Yes.
0: <laughs> no, nope. where well, you heard that? And it's just uh, an alarm, just to make sure no one gets up to them you know it's they are equivalent of a, a high- prized painting or a old statue we just want to preserve them for as long as we
1: can yep yeah, I can assure you we have no intentions of making contact with them we simply have our own methods nothing that would be direct
4: No, I kind of want to touch it
1: I me mean, don't we don't want to touch it remember the last time you touched one
4: no that's the problem well, true.
1: I Yeah, that is the reason we're here, is you don't, correct?
4: I kind of want those memories back, and if I can touch it and get them back, I will.
0: Though she is only a third of the size of the horse, uh, she mounts it with incredible precision and says, you are, of course, welcome to view them at your leisure. The official position of the elk stewards is to look with your eyes only. A good day and takes off on her
4: horse. should break into her office.
1: Just pull. even as she's just going to step, like, getting on the horse and turning to go away, Varen's already pulling out a journal and starting to write down.
4: Vin
0: and Freya, you all approach the center of the town where the seven stone arches stand. They're in a neat circle in the central town plaza. Each arch is 20 feet tall and 10 feet wide. Multicolored lights of unknown province warp and weave across the stone arches' face. Surrounding the arches is a circle of dwarf oak trees, each just ten foot tall. A hemp rope tied uh, around each tree trunk forms a barricade, whose only gap is just south of the arches. Shops, inn, and merchant wagons surround the busy squares on all sides. To the east, a south podium rises five foot high. Two oak steward enforcers guard the uh, elfin gates. One is stationed at that opening, the other is constantly in a circular march around the perimeter.
2: I'm going to be mingling around the market. You know, if there are people selling wares, you know, if somebody's selling some fresh fruit or something, you know, go up, buy a couple of apples. I'll toss one to Vin uh, and eat the other one as I, uh, you know, just keep an eye on things. Like, look like I'm just
0: browsing, you know? As long as none of you approach the oak stewards, they don't seem to pay you any extra mind.
3: I'm interested about how weather affects the alarm. So if there's a bit of wind or something like that, How do I see the rope move? Do I see anything inside the barrier move?
0: Make me a perception check.
3: 15 plus 3, 18. You are looking
0: at the ropes and see that they are all attached to a cylindrical barrier that sounds an alarm when it's crossed. There is no sign of people being turned into squirrels during this time. Dang it. You think that in order to get across, you would either need to be extremely careful through thievery to move the rope without setting off the alarm, or you might be able to counteract the magic of the alarm system itself.
3: In theory, could we just climb over the tree?
0: In theory, though, there are also the ropes connected to the trees. In fact, as you are watching this, you see that even a squirrel who crosses the rope, sets the alarm off with a huge... DURN! DURN! The oak steward covers his forehead, and he's like, not again. And does a quick little spell to reset the
3: the alarm. Uh... Thanks for the apple. Uh, I, I don't... I mean, I don't know how we're... You see how that guy marches in that weird circular motion? Yeah. You think he
2: gets bored? Oh, I'm sure he gets bored.
3: Like, does he take breaks? God, he's making me dizzy just
2: watching him go. I mean, I would hope he would take breaks at some point. Um, you know, I wonder if there's a like a shift change. You know, a few minutes where maybe they're a little bit busy doing something else. I'm curious if... I have a spell that... Kind of lets me move between spaces. I, I'm kind of curious if I used it to move in there if it was set off the alarm. Did can I make any kind of like Arcana check for that? Sure. Um, for my um, uh, dimensional assault spell because it it you know essentially is I move half my speed like you know I wouldn't be phys- I would be physically crossing it but I wouldn't be physically crossing it.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, with dimensional assault. At half of your speed, you fumble through a space, making a short dimensional hop to better position yourself for an attack. Teleport to any square in range that is within uh, reach of a creature. Then make a melee strike against one creature within your reach. So, you don't technically have to use that, I would say, mm-hmm. for for an attack. But the issue is less the actual teleport and more that the crossing of the line. The Oak Stewards are going to see you as it is right now the one who is marching around is taking you know looking every which way as he circles the perimeter the other one is just making sure that no one passes through the obvious open.
2: yeah we would have to we would only have moments if i were to do something like that and we would have to make sure or that we
3: make sure that they're well distracted well i can distract them
2: I mean, if they're if they're distracted well enough, we can just walk through. I'm the a cap. monkey.
3: I can distract them. Right, yeah,
2: I would wait till we have everybody here and we can decide on a plan.
3: But I'm already bored. He's just walking in circles. Uh, it is not
0: terribly long after you have been making this watch that you see from the other side, Mia and Varen approaching.
3: I wave them down. Thank God they are gone for forever. What's it been, like 10 minutes? Oh, so long.
2: I think it might have been a solid 15, actually.
4: Well, so they weren't helpful at all.
2: This is my surprised face.
4: Yeah, I, I didn't think so either. <laughs> but we did our due diligence and we talked to them. Now let's just break in. That's my vote, if you're asking me.
1: Well, I can certainly assist with distracting of any sort. Of time. Mm-hmm. Turns out a large, strange object making extremely loud sounds is quite distracting to some individuals, especially gods.
2: With the rope, how it works, um, is it just like tied? Is it like,
0: is there anything that goes down to the ground? No, they are. It's kind of like having rope with streamers on it between each of the uh, trees. The trees form a perfect circle around it. The hemp rope, Each have uh, knots tied within them, with other ropes coming down to kind of act like additional barrier, though they're not secured in the ground. They are just kind of waving around gently with the breeze.
2: An idea came to me. Varen,
1: can you... Does your bird listen to you? If you asked it to do something, would it do it? Likely. It's capable of its own action, independent of my own direction, but... I can certainly attempt to direct it. I mean, very
2: loud, big raven sits on the rope. Someone they, you know, very is very loud, very distracting, and maybe one of us slips over the rope on the other side while it's still going, so that it doesn't set off the
1: alarm. It's the alarm is already going, so we can't set it off again.
4: It could be a nuisance too.
1: I mean, fair enough. We'll simply have to keep the guards busy enough, warrant both their attention while. Whoever takes the device into the center.
2: I'm
1: decent at sneaking, um, but I don't know if anyone's better than... We have any other options. I'm not exactly the most stealthy individual. I'm just kind of looking down, st- still wearing full winter clothes. Ah, that's got to be uncomfortable in this heat. actually quite comfortable. It's oddly cold most of the time for me. No, that's fair.
0: Now, the one thing that you do know as you're mm. making your plans is that in order for The aura recorder to make a proper reading based off of how Fionara showed you how to use it, Mm -hmm. you'd need to hold it in just one Ayudara for three consecutive rounds. (laughs) That's
2: a. I mean, that's not incredibly long, but it can be very long, especially for going into initiative.
1: Yes. I mean, there's only the two of them, and we simply need to keep them distracted. Diversion enough, or, well, Perhaps we can cause a ruckus down in the market to bring one of their attention that way and have them leave their posts.
2: Is there an inn within, like, sight of this?
0: Less an inn, and it What's is tavern at least? There's restaurants,
2: yes. Close enough. We could always uh, have somebody start a, um, a bit of a good old-fashioned
1: barroom brawl. I can do that. Well, good. Do, just keep advised, if you do end up getting yourself arrested, we then have to get you out of being arrested
4: also. do yes. I think he's going to have a problem being getting out.
0: That is a thing to keep in mind is that both the Thornleaf Barracks and Vinehall are not terribly far away. Vinehall being the location of the Oak Stewards whereas the Barracks are where the Seven Arches military are. So any prolonged scuffle would have backup Pretty quickly,
3: I think we just gotta 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 be in and out? Let's just—I don't know—punch a guard, run
4: away. What if and I then just hit them with I can
3: do the thing.
4: What if I just daze
1: them? Anya, my—the issue with, in my mind is if we assault them, they're sure to call up a backup.
4: It's not really yeah. an
1: assault. A less altercative sort of distraction could be weird though. Simply keeping their attention facing the other direction. Dealing with a dispute in the market that's gotten a bit rowdy and disturbing the peace as it were uh, that may do
3: thing is is that they're also gonna call for help if we do anything big and showy like that right
1: i don't think so i think one god would be able to handle a market dispute i think they would think that as well
3: i don't know when i was at that was at the the temple all the teachers always called for help
4: I think I can distract them. I believe in myself. Let
3: me do it. Oh. I'm excited.
1: Which of, you, which of you is wanting to be the one getting into the gate itself? I'm pretty good at sneaking around. I,
2: I made a habit of sneaking out of my dorms at the Arcana Miriam.
4: Yeah,
3: and if
2: all goes wrong, I'll burn down the stage.
4: See, this is a solid plan. Plan like B! This.
0: Plan B. Uh, arson always goes to plan. Alright. As you seem to finalize your decisions about what you want to do, let's go ahead and roll for initiative. Can I roll stealth for my initiative? Yes. Can roll stealth, sounds like some of you wanted to do performance, or perhaps
3: deception.
4: I would like to do a deception.
3: Yeah, I was going to try deception and create a diversion. I'm just chilling so anything goes wrong. That's a nat 20. Chilling on a crit. A <laughs> <laughs> critical My...
0: initiative turret. We begin the initiative order with one of the oak stewards, who at the moment is just keeping guard. He's just going to perform uh, some seek actions. Uh, as none of you are being doing anything right now, it's mostly just to see whether he takes particular notes note of you. What is each of your perception DCs? Or stealth DCs, I should say. Would be 17. 10. Or 12, sorry. 12.
4: 12.
0: Alright, so that is a 16 on the die. So, he doesn't notice Freya. He does kind of make note of each of you, though, are a little conspicuous in this crowd. Someone with a big giant gun, a fox, and a fiery monkey, but (laughs) since you're not making trouble, that's almost a typical day in Galarian. Freya?
2: So I see this um, not much has started to happen yet, so I am going to just spend my first action to walk sort of like along the like heading, like I'm going to circle around the Uh, you know, that is, I'm just, like, and I'm kind of, like, looking not there, but, like, at the buildings, like, I think I'm supposed to go to one of these, and I don't remember which one I'm supposed to meet somebody at. Sure. And trying to essentially get behind, like, one of these trees. Okay. And uh, I think the second action, to get behind one of the trees, so I think I'm far enough away, and essentially take the
0: hide action behind the tree. Okay, perfect. Go ahead and make me a steak. Secret stealth roll. Okay. You are incredibly inconspicuous. No one bats an eye as you get behind this uh, tree and become totally undetected by the other two.
3: Vin. So Vin is near the stage and just kind of looking at it and he is not going to do anything right now, but he is going to use all three of his actions to prepare an aid check for each of his companions. So if anything goes wrong, he's basically going to headbutt the stage, hopefully catching, having the stage catch on fire. While I'm preparing all three, I can only react to one person, so we'll see who, uh, who dings that off first, uh, whoever needs my aid in the situation. Okay. Ben doesn't need a torch, his
1: head is the torch! <laughs>
0: <laughs> the oak steward, who is patrolling notices that this very fiery-looking monkey is standing next to a pretty big tinderbox. He stops his patrol, spends two actions to get alongside uh, his other compatriot at the opening of the uh, hemp circle. Hey! Hey, you! What are you doing over there? Huh? Yeah, what? Hey! No loitering! A zoo Come here! You come here. I've been walking all day. So while they're stuck in that conversation, uh, Mia, what are you doing?
4: Um, Mia is going to run up to the guards and look very like panic, sheer panic on her face. Are you guards? I can't really see very well. Are you Are you guards? Someone stole something from me and I'm super scared and I can't even really describe what was stolen because my eyes are going back. Can you please help me? I'm pretty sure it was my coin purse, but I'm not 100%. I was walking near that guy and I point to Viren. I was walking near him and then all of a sudden I felt a grab and a shove and and I'm missing stuff.
1: Baron meanwhile was just checking through his journal, seemingly for a quick note of something that was previously discussed. Uh completely oblivious to this is being blamed on him.
4: I uh send a before my turn's over, I send a quick uh uh like just telepathic message to Virin. I'm like, Hey, can you look guilty, K thanks by
1: <laughs> Just kind of a brief look around, like what how she's over there? how did what? Here, <laughs> this see, again.
0: You can clearly see that uh, Mia is in front of both of the guards, and they're both looking at you, though also kind of dividing their attention at Vin, who they were previously kind of accosting.
1: It's kind of a brief, momentary glance up from the, the journal in his hand at the two. Quietly pockets it into the coat, just kind of st- still staring at their direction the whole time he's putting it away. Briefly stares, sees, kind of looks over between them over towards Mia, and immediately turns tails and starts bolting through the market.
0: <laughs> okay. Yes. As you go running, one of the oaks. Just like. One of the fully behind stalls, just pushing people out of the way. One of the Oak Stewards gives chase, telling the other one, stay here. I'll go after him. And makes chase. Oh, cool. We're going to get to use the chase subsystem. Hey. I love this. Uh, that, that would have been three actions. Just book it. We will find out how your chase <laughs> proceeds on your turn. That is, oak steward will essentially also be off the map freya you see Varen booking it and one of the guards chasing him sort of say something good job and i am going to attempt to slip over the rope and get closer to this ayudara all right so in order to pass the rope without setting it off i'll need a dc 18 thievery check
2: okay thievery not great but you know did.
0: It's okay. And that is a that is a 21. Excellent. The rope is not terribly difficult to get over, though you do have to put a lot of carefulness into your motions to make sure that you don't accidentally bump into it. Getting over a rope wouldn't be all that challenging at all. It's mostly trying to not set it off. And you do that. The other guard is still looking at Mia, but also Vin, and the other one is still making chase. So you are now inside the circle with the seven arches.
2: So it was an action to move over the rope, an action to approach the Ayudara, and a third action to pull out the
0: device? Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. So Vin, things are getting exciting. What are you doing?
3: Can I make eye contact with Freya? <laughs> or like, I mean, not eye contact, but do I do I see them, her movement on the other side of the guard?
0: Oh boy, I guess that would depend on if your perception beats her stealth DC.
3: Uh, I don't know. Uh, sure, I'll, I'll seek. That would be a
2: 17 DC.
3: No. Everything
0: work. else is getting a little too chaotic. You do not see Freya go past, which is probably just as good means that the guards don't as well
3: i'm going to move up to this guard and mia what is going on i don't like the people are running you're accusing me of what now i don't understand and what i'm going to do is i am going to prepare to put my hand on this rope to set off the alarm if i feel like i need to
0: okay it is his turn now and as you do that he says hey Back away from the ropes. We don't need any more false alarms. We get enough of that with the squirrels. Do you seem to have any indication that you're going to follow that order, Vin?
3: I pretend I don't hear. He
0: says, hey. And now he is readying a staff. I said, back off. Huh? Talking to me? Uh, With that, he casts a two-action shillelagh spell on him making his uh, staff a plus one striking weapon uh Mia you see that this Oak steward in front of you is getting a little mad at your friend
4: Vin uh, Mia so I uh, uh, she sees that she and, and hears about oh, we don't need another false alarm she goes I heard a rumor and like steps in front of him in between him and Vin and it's like that The ropes, if you go past them and you're not supposed to, turn you into a squirrel. Is that true? Is that why there's so many squirrels around here? I've always wondered. And like goes off into a muttering tangent about squirrels in the area and hearing this crazy rumor from some crazy farmer and not knowing if it's true or not, but starting to believe that it's true. It's like,
0: what? No, of course not.
4: Well, then why are there so many squirrels? That doesn't make sense.
0: Because there's trees. Look, huh. hey, you I need
4: you to move. Me or him. And as well, like Mia starts to back up, she slightly pushes Vin away just to de-escalate the issue.
0: Alright, so you're gonna move Vin. Vin you contest that? No. Alright. Mia you get in between Vin and the Oak Seward Enforcer. Varen, we're okay. going to do a chase scene. Woo! In order to escape, you are going to need to get four chase points. And we'll only have three rounds of you running and uh, Freya's you know, scanning of the Ayudara to get away. So your first thing that you run into is that there is a fruit cart as you are uh, <laughs> running through the market. How are you going to get through?
1: Probably easiest to just go around it. Is there enough space for me to go around, or is this like a over or under kind of deal?
0: If you want to try to get over it, you could give me an acrobatics check.
1: Uh, yeah, we can go ahead with acrobatics. I'm not the best at it, but that's a good option. Yeah, We'll go ahead and do an acrobatics check here. Okay. Uh, But two on the die. I think I'm going to hero point that first <laughs> okay. one. Okay. 12 is a bit better. It's 15 total.
0: There you go. Fifteen. Fifteen is the DC to pass over the cart and continue to make your escape, earning you one chase point.
1: Just as he's running, just shouts over his shoulder, I don't know what you're chasing me. I swear I didn't do it.
0: <laughs> then why are you
1: running? Because you're chasing me.
0: You started it. Because you started chasing me. Uh, we'll go back over to the seven arches. As the Oak Steward is getting really impatient, the first thing that he's going to do is he's going to try to sense motive on you, Mia, where all of this weird stuff started to happen when you came up to them. So what is your deception, DC? 17. 17? All right. Yeah, stupid high deception. (laughs) That is a 17. So with the sense motive action on a success... You can tell whether the creature is behaving normally, but you don't know its exact intentions or what magic may be affecting it. Do you know this guy?
4: Who, Flaming Monkey Boy over here? No, no, I've never met him in my life.
0: He's gonna roll another <laughs> on that. Just make him spit all of his actions. That's an 11, that's a failure. <clears throat> you detect what a deceptive creature wants you to believe. If they're not being deceptive, you believe they're behaving normally.
4: Vin just gets a message from Mia in in his head. He's just like, hey, I'm really sorry. Please don't hate me.
3: Do I get to respond?
4: Yeah, you can respond to him. I thought we were best friends! I don't know what gave you that idea. That's weird.
1: The drinking games.
4: (laughs) Okay, this is sounding more like
0: a domestic problem. (laughs) I think that this would be an issue best taken up at Vinehall. I'm sorry, I'm very busy. I need to maintain the watch over the seven arches. You both will please disperse. Yeah, the, bo- just the oak like, steward would appreciate it.
4: Bows and, like, backs away and, and just sits on the ground like, in front of the entranceway nonchalantly, just like, oh, well, I have nothing better to do. And then tries to look like she's meditating. I... I said go, not sit next to the entrance.
0: That will be all of his actions. Freya.
2: So do I need to spend all three of my actions, like, using this thing?
0: Yes. uh, You need to be able to hold it there without getting noticed. So still give me a stealth roll.
2: Is it uh, just a regular stealth roll?
0: That'll be a secret roll, yes. Okay. I'm just always just like, I hope it's good. (laughs) I have no way to tell. All right. The guard is... Still very intently looking at Mia and Vin, so you are able to hold the aura reader in the Ayudara for one round out of I three. Need two more rounds. <laughs> Vin, what are you doing to continue the charade?
3: I'm not doing much. I, I'm gonna move a little closer. I'm like, hey, you want me to move her? Well, we weird, just to uh, meditate.
0: Yes, please take your fox. She was just a little girl before. I (laughs) am not sure what's going on, but you two need to leave. Why? Because you're causing a public disturbance.
3: Ben looks around. Where?
0: Alright, so I think that you are trying to create a diversion. Uh, sure. So, also give me a deception check.
3: So, can I convince you that Vin has been trained in the law and I'm going to attempt a legal lore check in place of a deception.
0: I will grant you that attempt to be a, uh,
1: You're going to rule lawyer in real life. <laughs> well, technically, officer, I'm not breaking the law in this county.
0: Yes. Have you heard of eminent domain, sir?
3: Alright, legal lore. I'm going to go ahead and hero point that. Uh, I rolled a 9. Let's see if I can... That's a 7.
0: That is a 7. So, unfortunately, your constitutionalist argument that you end up making works as well as it does for everyone else. (laughs) He is not terribly impressed or persuaded.
3: But is he distracted?
0: You do not divert the attention of any creature whose perception DC exceeds your result. Those creatures are aware you were trying to trick them. Okay. So now he knows that something is up.
3: I don't even know how many actions I would have left.
0: Uh, creative Diversion is one action.
3: Let's ready a trip. Okay. I have the ability to trip with my tail, so I am ready to do that. All right. You start to get... Try to put your body into a
0: subtle position where you can do a trip. This oak steward... Knows something is going up and is going to make another perception check. Let's see if he sees. Oh. <laughs> so that is a net twenty on the die, as it becomes very apparent what has been going on as he looks through the ayudara. And as soon he as he turns, as soon-,
3: as soon as he turns around, I trip him.
0: Okay, so yeah, go ahead and make your trip attack.
3: I think this is athletics against reflex.
0: Yes. Our good luck had to run out eventually. Three three
3: plus seven <laughs> no. is a ten. It,
1: there's a debate in me right now to ask if I can dump a chase point to try something.
0: Ten will not beat his reflex DC as he is now definitely knowing that both you and Freya are in on this. He is going to spend one action making a strike on you. Get down on the ground and submit! Uh, he misses his first strike and then tries one more time, but also misses as you are able to duck and dodge away from him. Rude. Mm -hmm. Mia, the jig seems to be up. What are you going to do?
4: I'm gonna hit him with a daze spell.
0: Okay. As a 24, the DC was 17, so that is going to be a normal success.
4: Ooh. Mia sits there, and she looks like she hasn't moved or anything. She just she's just now rolling in the grass, like la 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 la. I'm not doing nothing.
0: So he'll still take half of the damage. So go ahead and roll that. Oh, does take just two of the damage.
1: The two damage from the days is just this man. I can't believe I have to deal with these people. <laughs> it's every day, it's every day in this goddamn market. Just every time. So Days is two
0: actions. What is your third?
4: I, I Looking inconspicuous. Lee conspicuous. <laughs> I will, however, send a message to Freya and be like, Jigs up. We got caught. All right. Get out of there.
0: <laughs> Varen, you are continuing to run unsure of if the deception is continuing or has been ended. You have bigger things to think about, though as you approach a large crowd. How are you going to get through?
1: Pretty easy enough and also a double kind of feature here. Farron is just, as he's running, going to pull his gun out of the the hip sheath it's in, just raise it up to his side and fire a shot off into the air as an intimidation check. Moo! Also, hoping that the... Other guard back at the market hears a full gunshot go off and is like, oh, crap, there's something happening now.
0: All right, go ahead and give me that intimidation roll.
1: That is a natural 20.
0: (laughs) Oh, the crowd uh, does disperse, but also panics. That gives you the full four extra chase points. So you are at five out of four. You get away as the oak steward suddenly has a panic on his hands and loses you completely in
1: the crowd running away from the gunshot. I think processing that just having it been a nat 20 hearing what has been happening, he would call out as he fires it off. What of the Gorga has disguised itself as a steward citizens run?
0: (laughs) Okay. So you have successfully beaten the chase. You can start to make your way back towards the main seven arches, though it'll take at least one round.
1: Yeah, he'll immediately just, like, start going past alleyways and out of the way of that crowd to head back. All right. That
0: Oak Seward is effectively out of the game as uh, he is trying to settle everyone down and simultaneously find you, which he is very unsuccessful at doing. So Freya... I am going
2: to, uh, just continue what I'm doing right now. I, we want to get the, we're not going to have a better chance. We're not going to have another chance for this. All right. So it, it is just like, it's going to take him at least a round to get to me if he does decide to do this. And I also hear a gunshot. So I'm like, please, 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 please.
0: All right. You've managed to get your second out of three readings as we go to Vin.
3: Man, I don't know. I like pulling a weapon. Would make it worse, but he tried to hit me twice.
2: You always unarmed strike him.
3: Or I can strike him, strike him.
0: You could do that too.
3: I'm going to take neither of those options. I am going to try to trip him again.
0: All right, go ahead.
3: You're going with the delay approach. 13 plus 7 is a 20 against his reflex DC.
0: That is a success. So you are able to get him to land prone. Okay. That's one action.
3: That is one action. Second thing, we are going to attempt to disarm him. Which All is right. n- not my favorite rule in Pathfinder, but we are going to do that. Alright.
0: Athletics check against the target's reflex DC.
3: Okay. It's going to be a 21 total. That's a lot. Uh, that- it's 16 because I'm at a minus 5.
0: So that is a normal success. Uh, which is probably why you don't like this roll, because that does not fully disarm the creature. Rather, it weakens the target's grasp on the item. Till the start of that creature's turn, you'll have a plus two circumstance bonus to other disarm checks, but they are going to have to spend an action to reaffirm their grasp on their weapon. Uh,
3: and then with that, I'm going to look at him. the The flames on my head are going to grow a much darker purple and want to say stay down. I attempt an intimidation check.
0: Okay, go ahead and give me that. 15 plus 5 20. A 20 will beat his will DC as he becomes very frightened and is without backup. This steward will spend his first action to crawl up towards the hemp rope and then one action to grab it and set off the alarm. You hear that same alarm that you heard when the squirrel tried to get over the, the hemp rope. However, he is not uttering the spell to make it stop, and it is just keep blasting. It's only going to be a matter of moments before backup arrives. And he'll end his turn there, but not keen to get up or try to fight this all by himself. Mia, what are you doing?
4: Do. Did I hear him mutter the spell to get the alarm to shut off?
0: You did? Do you want to try to counteract the spell?
4: Yeah. After I sit on him. okay. I'm gonna spend an action to, to sit on him.
0: Alright. Do you have dispel magic? No, I don't. Do you have different kind of spell that
4: you think might work to counteract this? I do not. However, so at this point, I know, like, Mia knows that other guards are coming, so she's going to start and take the time to prep a second-level gravitational pull for when they do get here. Okay. That sounds good. Varen, you are
0: able to reach the uh, southernmost end of the market, where there is now a cacophony going off, and... (laughs) you can see that things have definitely gone south in your absence.
1: Hearing the alarms start to go off, which direction would the backup... Would they come from Vinehold likely first or from the barracks first? Because I just came from Vinehold.
0: Yes, uh, Vinehold would get there quickest,
1: and they would come from the north. Just going to spend all of my actions running that way. So let's see how far we can get there. Just kind of seeing... Mia sitting on a guy and Vin kind of standing over him a little bit as this is going off, just sprinting up this direction for all three actions, trying to intercept whatever guards show up to at least briefly distract them.
0: Yeah. Alright. With that, Freya, do you make your last reading?
1: I make my last reading.
0: Alright. At the end of your turn, you see that one of the indicators on there turns purple. were we told what purple means no so vin what are you doing
1: i don't
3: know so he's being sat on what's on his person
1: robbing him all right that's good we're already in trouble why not like yeah you've already assaulted a guard just steal from him now the oak stewards are
0: not terribly decked out they really only carry a simple dagger uh the large staff as well as wear some simple leather armor.
3: Simple leather armor. I am going to go into my pack for one action and pull out some rope. And then I am going to tie his hand to the rope here. Okay. And it's like use rope in action. Remember when use rope used to be a skill? And then I'm going to sit on Uh him for my third action. Okay. I'm going to sit next to him. Just
4: like pat his back with
0: him out of the picture, you're able to get your final readings and end the encounter. But will they get away from the Oak Stewards? We'll find out on the next episode
3: of Ash and Snow. Ash and Snow uses trademarks and copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access to this content. Ash and Snow is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo's Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Ash and Snow is published through Skullstone Entertainment, LLC. Copyright 2023.